Ciao, sono Mark e oggi ho una notizia. We have some fantastic news for Italian learners. Starting February 2024, our Coffee Break Italian Masterclass is a brand new way to help you take your Italian to the next level. Aimed at intermediate Italian speakers who want to move on to an advanced level, the Masterclass covers advanced topics such as pronouns, the conditional perfect, the passive voice, subjunctive structures and much more, and it ultimately helps you sound more Italian. It's a six-month coaching course with a different module covered each month and it starts on the 1st of February. The lessons are self-access so you can work through each module and benefit from feedback and support from our wonderful masterclass tutors Francesca and Maurizio. Imagine building your fluency with the Coffee Break Italian team over the next six months. Does this sound fantastico? Search today for Coffee Break Italian Masterclass or visit coffeebreaklanguages.com Italian and join the class of February 2024. Places are limited and we're starting soon. Allora, cosa aspetti? Ci vediamo alla Masterclass. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Coffee Break Italian, Season 2, Episode 17. Buongiorno a tutti e benvenuti a Coffee Break Italian. Io sono Mark. Ciao a tutti, io sono Francesca. E io sono Ayla. And we're back with another episode of Coffee Break Italian for you. We're delighted to be back. It's been a, a couple of weeks, well actually a few weeks for you, our listeners, and a few more weeks for us, the team, because we've taken some time off over the summer and it's been tricky trying to get everyone in the same place to record again. But we're here today. Siamo tutti qua oggi per registrare un altro episodio di Coffee Break Italian. Francesca, come stai oggi? Sì, sto bene. Sono contenta di rivedervi, Mark e Ayla. Anche noi. E Ayla, come stai? Tu? Sto bene, e tu? Sì, benissimo. So, Mark, we had a chat last week, remember? We yes. met. Sì, abbiamo parlato. Uh, sì, sì, abbiamo chiacchierato un pochino, but I haven't seen Ayla for ages. And I really want to know what Ayla did over the summer. And uh, Ayla, hai studiato? Um, sì, although I probably have let my Italian slip a little bit over the summer. So I'm looking forward to getting back into it. I think it's the perfect opportunity to get Ayla straight back into it with perhaps a question, Francesca, about what she's been getting sì. up to. Come hai passato le vacanze, Ayla? Allora, ho passato due settimane in America. Wow! Ho suonato con la mia orchestra. Ah, è vero! Ho dimenticato che tu suoni. E quale strumento suoni, Ayla? Suono il... Il violino? Oh, che bello il violino, mi piace un sacco. E poi è molto scozzese come strumento. È vero. Sì. L'orchestra è un'orchestra scozzese, non è vero? Sì, sì. Ah, perfetto. E hai fatto qualcos'altro, qualcos'altro di interessante? E al fine settimana ho incontrato i miei amici a Edimburgo. Ok. Bello. E 
There's one other thing I would like to say, but I think I might need your help, Francesca. Okay, dimmi, dimmi. Um, how would I say I have known my friends for 10 years, but I don't see them very often? Ah, conosco i miei amici da 10 anni, sì. ma non li vedo molto spesso. You know the verb conoscere, to know. Yep. So conosco, I know. Conosco. This is actually quite interesting because it's a, a sort of tense in English that we've not really done yet in, in Italian and sì. we're getting some bonus sì. materials here before oh. we even start the lesson. But conosco i miei amici da dieci anni. Sì. So this da literally means from. So I know my friends from 10 years. But note that in English we say I have known my friends for 10 years, but in Italian you say I know my friends since 10 years. Sì. So it's kind of as easy as long as you know what you're doing. Sì, can be a bit confusing at first. <laughs> Perfetto. Okay, Ayla, I think we need to move on to our actual lesson now. And as usual, we're going to be looking at uh, a presentation section to begin with. And then we'll come back together and do some practice of what we've learned. Because today we're looking at some irregular verbs with avere. Okay, allora mettiamoci al lavoro. E io vi ascolto. Okay, now we're going to begin today with a little bit of a, of a review of the passato prossimo, what it is, how it's formed, and also cover some of those regular past participles. Francesca, can you help us with this, please? Okay. <laughs> uh, so what is passato prossimo? Allora, the passato prossimo is the tense that we use when we're talking about events in the past, a mm-hmm. narrative tense. Okay, molto bene. And when do we use it? Well, we would use it if we're, dis- if, not if we're describing, but if we're t- telling the story of something and we're referring to perhaps yesterday or last week or last month. Mm-hmm. And these are events that are part of the story. We'd also use it if we're talking about what you have done or what sì. you haven't done. Uh, those kind of ideas to translating the, the present perfect in English. Bravissima, Marta. Was that okay? Did I, I do okay? <laughs> and can you tell me how it is formed? Okay, the formation of it for regular verbs is really nice and easy because we take avere, the the auxiliary verb, the helping verb, and then we combine the parts of avere with the past participle. And the past participle for are verbs, we take off the are and add ato. So, for example, we would take parlare and that would become parlato. Perfetto, sì. And we would combine that past participle with the part of avere. So, I have spoken o parlato, or I spoke o parlato. Esatto. Okay? Sì, Doing sì, okay sì. so far? Sì, bravissimo. Uh, the same happens with ere verbs and ire verbs, but we change the past participle here because they don't use ato. Instead, they use uto for sì. ere and ito for ire. Giusto. So, for example, how would we say I have received... Ho ricevuto. They have slept. Hanno dormito. And so on. We also mentioned negatives and questions. Esatto, sì. And they're quite straightforward. Aha, yes. We simply add non in front of the auxiliary verb. Ad esempio, I didn't watch a film. Non ho guardato un film. And for a question form, if I wanted to ask you, have you watched or did you watch a film? As always, in Italian, we simply change our intonation. Hai guardato un film? Hai guardato un film? Okay, I'm exaggerating (laughs) a bit here. 
Okay, now so far we've looked at regular past participles and in this lesson we're going to be focusing on some irregular past participles. These are past participles which don't follow those same structures or those same patterns mm -hmm. as we've learned last time. So we actually covered one of these in our last lesson because we mentioned a question and that question was... Cosa hai fatto ieri? So, what did you do yesterday? Or, I suppose, what have you done yesterday? It doesn't quite sound right in English when we say, what have you done yesterday? Because yesterday we're a little bit further back in the past. So, what did you do yesterday? And let's just think a little bit about how you've said, what have you done yesterday? Let's hear it again. Cosa hai fatto ieri? So, you'll hear in there that Francesca's saying, cosa hai fatto? And she's combining cosa and ai. So we know that cosa can be used as what or che cosa, but here just cosa, but it's run straight into ai. And in that situation, when we're writing it, we can write C-O-S apostrophe H-A-I. See, because remember H is mute in Italian, so it's basically a, a, one after the other. And that would sound a little bit funny. Si, cosa hai fatto? <laughs> okay, so, cosa hai fatto ieri? So, fatto there is the irregular past participle from the verb fare. Do we get many irregular are verbs, Francesca? Uh, no, I must say that most of the are verbs, uh, luckily, are regular. Ad esempio, cucinare, cucinato, um, ascoltare, ascoltato, e così via. And so on, indeed. Um, but the, the situation is not quite the same when it comes to ere verbs. Uh, no, I'm afraid most of the ere verbs are actually irregular. Che peccato. Sì, <laughs> però dai. Dai, sì, sì, sì. <laughs> the important thing is, first of all, we'll begin by recognizing them and then we'll start to use them. Si, I think si. it's always the best way. You recognise the verbs or the structures and then you start to use them yourself. Talking of using them, let's let's put some of this into practice. I'm going to challenge you to think up something here on the spot, Francesca. Okay. I'd like to, I'm, I'm going to ask you, cosa hai fatto al fine settimana? And I would like you to tell me what you did at the weekend, but see if you can use some iri verbs in here. Okay, you have to give me a couple of minutes. Okay, we'll pause the recording. Okay, Francesca's had enough time to think now. Go for it. Bye. Uh, okay, va bene. Allora, I've drafted a few things. Uh, va bene. Allora, ehm, al fine settimana ho passato molto tempo in casa. Venerdì sera ho visto un bel film tedesco con i miei amici. Sabato, e come sempre, ho dormito fino a tardi. Ho fatto colazione al bar e ho letto il giornale. Al pomeriggio ho corso un po' al parco e ho conosciuto due turisti italiani molto simpatici. Mi hanno chiesto informazioni sulla Scozia e gli ho dato un po' di consigli utili. Domenica ho messo in ordine la mia casa, ho scritto delle email e per rilassarmi ho dipinto in giardino. Um, ho detto tutto? Sì, penso di sì. Ok, bravissima. Now, that, that was quite fast. It was quite fast for our listeners to, to catch all of that there. I think one of the most difficult things when we're learning a language is sometimes trying to find out where one word stops and where the next word starts. And some of the words that you use there were kind of running into each other. But that's natural. That's what happens when you're really speaking. I know. It's the same in English. Believe me, <laughs> I have the same problem. <laughs> well, that's good to know, I suppose. Let's go back through this and we'll ask you to 
to say certain things a little more slowly. And I'd like our listeners to think about this because they may not necessarily know one of these past participles, but I'm sure from the context, they'll be able to work it out. Let's take an example, because you, you said on Friday evening you did something. Sì, venerdì sera ho visto un bel film tedesco. Okay, now, we may not necessarily know the word visto, but we can probably guess it. There's a verb that starts with the same letter, V, that is linked to something to do with uh, visto and indeed the word vista, which means a view. You see. So we're talking about vedere, to see. So here you're saying I saw, which is? Ho visto. An irregular past participle there. Ho visto. Sì. Okay. Hai visto, ha visto, abbiamo visto, avete visto, hanno visto. Esatto, sì. Okay, so visto, our first irregular past participle there. Evviva! <laughs> Let's see what else you did. Okay, another era verb. Ho letto il giornale. Again, the context helps us. Il giornale is the newspaper. Last time we were watching a good German film, this time we're reading the newspaper. Letto, coming from? Leggere. Exactly. So we've come across leggere before, um, to read, and it's a little bit irregular in the present tense. Leggo, leggi, legge, leggiamo, leggete, then back to leggono. Exacto, the bravo. hard G sound there. But here, in the perfect tense, where we're combining with avere, it doesn't become leggiuto or anything no. like that. <laughs> it's an irregular past participle, so we get I read. Ho letto. Or I have read as well, depending sì. on the context. Good. Okay, let's go on, because you were very uh, fit in the afternoon, weren't you? <laughs> well, <laughs> eh, al pomeriggio ho corso un po' al parco. So, corso, what do you think corso might mean? If uh, Francesca is in the park, what might she have been doing in the park? There's a verb, the infinitive of which is correre, mm -hmm. and that means to run. To run. So, I ran a little in the park. Sì. And then you, you did something else. Ho conosciuto due turisti italiani. Conosciuto, that's quite straightforward because we sì. know the, the verb conoscere, to know or to get to know in this sì. case. So she met or got to know two Italian tourists who were very nice. Mm -hmm, sì. And then they did something to you. Sì, mi hanno chiesto informazioni sulla Scozia. Chiesto. Any guesses as to which infinitive that comes from? That would be chiedere. Chiedere, esatto. To ask, okay? So another irregular past participle there. Chiesto. Mi hanno chiesto. They have to me asked. Sì information about Scotland. And then you said... Eh, domenica ho messo in ordine la casa. So, messo, I'm sure you can guess that that comes from mettere. Mettere. We actually spoke about that in our little bonus episode that we added in vero, before, vero. before this one. But in, in this case, mettere, to put, and uh, Francesca put in order her house. Mm -hmm. And then she also... Ho scritto delle email. Ho scritto from the verb scrivere sì. and then one other nice thing that you did uh, sì. <laughs> ho dipinto in giardino so you did some painting in the garden sì, molto british <laughs> <laughs> so dipinto now we've mentioned dipinto before and I promise I'm not going to sing but you know, the, you know where I'm, I'm going here nel blu dipinto di blu dipinto is painted 
from the verb dipingere. Sì. And that's a very common pattern when we've got words like dipingere or I'm thinking perhaps piangere, to cry, or spingere, to push. All of those have the N-T-O ending, pianto, uh, spinto, and of course dipinto, di blu. Okay, and there was one final thing that you said, and this wasn't an eri verb, but an iri verb, and you used the past participle of an iri verb at the end. Ho detto tutto. Detto. Which verb do you think detto comes from? It is, of course... Dire. Dire. Okay, Francesca, any other common ire verbs that you can think of uh, that would be irregular, that would have an irregular past participle? Sì, ad esempio, eh, venire. Of course, so that would become... Venuto. That's a, a tricky one because we would expect it to be venito. Venito. This is a common mistake children make in Italy. Ah, okay. They say venito. Ah, right, okay. <laughs> Uh, what about another one that I'm thinking about that we've already come across as an adjective? Uh, for for example, a shop that's open. Sì, aprire, aperto. So, I have opened the window would be... Ho aperto la finestra. Aperto. So, aperto, the past participle of aprire. And another, perhaps not so nice, ire verb that's irregular... I mean, think you are thinking of morire. Morire, ah, facciamo yeah. le corna, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Morto. Morto. Now we're going to ask Francesca to explain this little cultural point there, what you said. Facciamo le corna. Facciamo le corna. Can you explain what that means? It's like when you talk about something negative, usually related to death. In Italy, we always either touch iron or put our hand in the shape of... Uh, Horns. Horn, okay. Towards uh, the floor. Okay. And you say facciamo le corna. Facciamo le corna. Le corna. Okay. Le corna. It's just to keep the death away. Okay. There you go. A little cultural tidbit for you. So morire, to die. And then the past participle is? Morto. Morto. Now we'll be seeing more examples of these in in future lessons. Perhaps rather than finishing on a negative note... What about uh, the opposite of to die? Oh, I prefer this one, for sure. Nascere. That means to be born. Sì. And therefore the past participle... Is nato. Nato. So be careful with that one. It's not nasciuto or no. anything like that. Nato. Nato, sì. Okay. Sì. One of the things about irregular verbs is that you really just have to learn them. But Francesca, do you have any advice for our listeners to help them learn all these irregular verbs? Well, as you mentioned before, there are some uh, irregularities which repeat themselves. So instead of just learning lists of verbs, you can learn the irregular past participles in uh, blocks of irregularity, if we can call them like that. Ad esempio, we have just mentioned uh, aprire, uh, which has aperto as a past participle, and the number of verbs have the rto ending for their past participle, ad esempio offrire, eh, offerto, eh, coprire, to cover, coperto, and so on. So I think our students can discover these irregularities by themselves and uh, 
play a bit with verbs. So. Uh, absolutely. We will put a list of some of these in the in the, the lesson notes so you'll get to see some of these groups of verbs see. that work in the same way. And very often when you come across a new one, you can think, ah, that must be part of that group. Mm-hmm. And that works most of the time when, see, you're, see. when you're coming back into English. <laughs> okay, we'll leave it there. We'll do some more practice of our, of our irregular past participles with Isla just after the break. Interrompiamo questa trasmissione per una comunicazione importante. If you'd like to make faster progress with your Italian, don't forget that you can use the premium version of this course, which features video versions of the lessons, comprehensive lesson notes and bonus listening materials. Allora, cosa aspetti? What are you waiting for? If you'd like to take your Italian to the next level, go to coffeebreakitalianplus.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back. Today we've been looking at how to form the perfect tense with irregular verbs, or at least verbs which have irregular past participles. Ayla, come on, data. Tutto bene? Okay, I, some of it was making sense and some of it I know I still need to have a bit of practice on. Well, that's, that's good because that's exactly what we're going to do now. We need to look at some of these irregular verbs and look at the ways in which they form their past participle. And of course, the good thing is that as soon as we've got that past participle, we can simply add them to a part of avere. Just before we go any further, let's run through avere in the present tense because that's what we're using. So Ayla, can you give us avere in the present tense? O-I-A Abbiamo avete anno Okay, ah. molto bene, Ayla, sì, sì And let's practice some past participles as well What do you think? Okay Va bene Allora, I'll give you the infinitives And let's see if you can work out the past participles Okay Va bene Allora, eh, leggere Letto Molto bene. And let's put it in a context. How would you say I have read or I read? Would it be ho letto? Ho letto. Molto bene. And uh, what about uh, mettere? Messo. Bravissima. Messo. And let's see. um, You put or you have put. Okay, can you remember that one, Ayla? Avete messo. 
Bravissima, sì, avete being the you plural, of course. If it were just one person I love, what would that be? Hai messo. Brava. Ok, molto bene. E verbo vedere. Ok, so vedere means to see, of course. And how would you say seen, the past participle? Visto. Brava. Visto, bravissima. E una piccola frase. Eh, let's see, a negative one. Okay. They didn't see or they haven't seen. No hanno visto. Okay, I just remember your Spanish shouldn't be coming in here when using no as your negative. What's no, the, the, the negative? Non. non. non That's right, non. yeah. Uh, a summer of Spanish, I think. Yes. <laughs> non hanno messo. They have not... Uh, oh, no, it's not non, non hanno visto, messo. Non hanno visto. visto. Sì, sì. They have not seen. Mark hasn't been thinking. Okay, one more. Okay, one more. Uh, Mark's favorite. Uh, dipingere. <laughs> Dipinto. Okay, bravissima. And if you want to sing, you can sing. <laughs> Try not to. Uh, e, una domanda, a question. Have you painted today? Okay, Ayla, have a go at that. Have you painted today? Hai dipinto oggi? Molto bene. Hai dipinto oggi? Hai dipinto oggi, Francesca? Ovviamente, non ho niente da fare. <laughs> okay, so I think this is all straightforward enough as long as we've got those irregular past participles. And as we said in the presentation section, it's just really a case of knowing them. However, there are some that do fit into kind of categories or, or patterns. And if you can recognize those patterns, then that really helps to, to expand your vocabulary and get this grammar correct. Now, in the notes for this episode, we'll be listing some of those patterns and you'll be able to follow those patterns and, and see the groups of verbs that work together. And that should help you with your perfect tense of irregular verbs. Allora, adesso facciamo delle traduzioni. Sì, è sempre una buona idea fare un po' di traduzione. Ok, allora Francesca hai scelto delle frasi inglesi per sì. tradurre. Sì, in italiano. In italiano, sì. Ok, va bene, iniziamo. Sì. Ok, numero uno. At the weekend, Margherita read a book and her husband wrote a poem. Okay, now, Ayla, we'll give you some time to think this one up. Um, just remember, you're using perfect tenses here. Um, and even though you said read a book, it's the same as has read a book. So, at the weekend, Margherita read a book or has read a book and her husband wrote a poem. Again, has written a poem. It's the same system in, in Italian. So okay. at the weekend, Margherita read a book and her husband wrote a poem. Al fine settimana, Margherita ha letto un libro sì. e suo marito ha scritto and how would I say a poem? Ah, good question. È una poesia. Una poesia. Poesia. Brava, Ella. Okay. Sì, al fine settimana Margherita ha letto un libro e suo marito ha scritto una poesia. Just watch with the parts of avere, although they start with an H, that H is always silent. So it's not okay. ha, but a. Ah. Okay, al fine settimana Margherita ha letto un libro. Okay, ha letto. Try that. Ha letto. Ha letto. Brava. Okay. Do we have another translation? Sì, sì. On Sunday, I ran the marathon, 
but I did not win. Okay, now this is good because it's a using the did form in English, which again is another way of saying things in English, but it's just translated with a straightforward perfect tense in Italian. And this way, because it's a negative, we say I did not win, but that's the same as saying I have not won. Okay? Okay. So on Sunday, I ran the marathon, but I did not win. Okay, Ayla, do you want to have a go at that? Yes, although I've no idea what the word for marathon would be, but I'll give it a go. I think, would it be something like il maratono? Si, almost la maratona. It's a feminine thing, a si, marathon. Si. <laughs> so, would that make the whole sentence domenica o corso la maratona ma non ho vinto? Si, molto bene. Domenica o corso la maratona Ma non ho vinto. So two good irregular past participles in there. Corso. Can you remember the infinitive for corso? Correre. Correre. Mm -hmm. Correre. And what about vinto? Vincere. Brava, vincere. Okay, Francesca, any more translations? See, one more, a question this time. Okay. Okay. What did you say when you saw Maria... Ah. Un di gossip. <laughs> <laughs> so two irregular past participles in there from dire and from vedere. What did you say when you saw Maria? Okay, Ayla, give it a go. Cosa hai detto quando hai visto Maria? Brava! Sì, sì, perfect intonation. Cosa hai detto quando hai visto Maria? Yeah, there's, there's a story there, definitely. Ooh. What did you say? What did you say? On that, on that rather suspenseful note, we'll, we'll leave it there. That's <laughs> it for this episode. Uh, so we hope that you've enjoyed working on these irregular past participles. That's it for this episode of Coffee Break Italian. Of course, you can find all the notes, including those extra verbs, the, the combinations of different verbs using the same patterns, and all of those notes are available as part of our bonus materials. There are also video versions and additional listening materials there to help you too. You can find all of that at coffeebreakitalianplus.com. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash coffeebreakitalian. And why don't you tell us what you've been up to? And don't forget, we are also on Twitter at Learn Italian. And if you would like to see some photos of today's session, search for Coffee Break Languages on Instagram. That's it for this episode. We'll be back again soon with more Coffee Break Italian. Until then, ciao ciao. A presto. Ciao ciao. You have been listening to a production of the Coffee Break Academy for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2017, Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2017, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.